It's time for the Stock Car Show on the Performance Motorsports Network. Powered by the staff at Race Chaser Online. Your motorsports, your way, every day. And now, here's your host, Tom Baker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. We are live from HMS Motorsport here in Mooresville. That is Joe Marco over there. We've got Joe kind of chilling in the corner for now, but uh, we'll actually give him a microphone after a while, let him talk. Wait, you think that's a good idea? Yeah, we're, we're you know, we, we're risk takers around here. That's kind of what we <laughs> yeah, do. Marco. Look, if, if, if we next to Joe is Lenny Baticki from PRN at the track. So if we could give Lenny a microphone, surely we can give Joe one. Well, yeah, ouch. But I, I might not give it back if you guys. <laughs> and of course, the prettiest one on the other side of the table here is Ali Boulay. My name is Tom Baker from Race Chaser Media. This Jacob Seelman is next to me from Speed Sport. Howdy. And. We are going to have some fun here over the next couple of hours. Got a lot to talk about. This is our first stock car show of 2019. Um, so I guess we um, should start by saying Happy New Year to everyone. I'm and, surprised it took you two minutes into this show to pull that off. Well, you know, I mean, I wanted to introduce everybody here. And so we, uh, we've got a lot to discuss here. We, we actually want to talk about the uh, indoor TQ midget race that took place over the weekend uh because that has some yes. direct ties to nascar it does can, can, can i do it can i do it can i do it please 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 please, please. okay go ahead breaking news sloppy you got to get it together yeah see we do I have breaking Allie news to do it with me that's the problem we do have breaking news we, we actually have a couple news. of pieces of breaking news which one are we going to start with the obvious one. Okay. The, the 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 worst kept secret in all of professional auto racing. Yes. <coughs> Stuart Haas Racing. <coughs> Daniel Suarez. They're finally together. Yes. It officially. only took four months. In the forty one car for next this year now. This yes, it's it's not Daniel next year Suarez. Anymore. Um okay, I'm just gonna go around the table here. I wanna get some opinions. Oh, please. Good move, bad move. I've been saying this for four months. I love it. I honestly believe Daniel Suarez to Stuart Haas has the same potential as Joey Logano to Team Penske did. I believe it's a wow. scenario of a driver needing to get out of a current situation and into a situation where he can flourish. Oddly enough, both of them left Joe Gibbs racing. You can draw your own conclusions there. But you know what? I love this move. For Suarez, I really do. And the fact that it happened today of all days, not only is it 41 days until the 2019 Daytona 500, by the way, it's also Daniel Suarez's 27th birthday. So I'll quote, I'll not quite quote Daryl Waltrip when I say happy birthday, Daniel Suarez. How do you not quite quote somebody? Is that a, right, wouldn't that be a paraphrase? Uh, kind of, sort of. <laughs> but re remember what DW said at the end of the 11-500 when your pick happened to win the race. Trevor Bain. Happy birthday, Trevor Bain. Yes. My greatest uh, pick ever, Joe. I think the Suarez Joe. move is great for him. I think it's a very similar to a Joey Logano situation. Uh, the thing with Daniel, though, is I met him at the motorsport uh, conference or the, the dinner uh, at the end of last year. And I talked to him, and I'm a VW fan. My brother's got a 65 Beetle. Oh, and, nice. And I gave him my card, and I said, I want to come over and see your collection. And he said, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And uh, because that's that's kind of his family's business. Uh, Absolutely. And, and it's, he's built some great cars. So I really do want to see that. So, Daniel, if you're listening or if you hear this, you've got my card. I want to come and see your collection. 
Uh, and uh, I, my brother's got a '65 Beetle. If you wanna, if you're looking for another one, uh, he probably won't sell it. I want to <laughs> say the VW bus that his parents had for years, and they recently found and got back to him, is is probably the most prized possession in that VW collection. And that that was a big to do on Twitter a couple of months. I ago. saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, so no, serious note, I think he's going to do a great job this year, and I think it's a great move to move over to uh, the forty-one team. It's a strong team already. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think he'll be he'll do great with that. I think it's just great team chemistry. I agree, Lenny Batiki. What say you? Uh, I had a fifty-four, a sixty-six, a sixty, <laughs> a seventy-one Super Beetle, and if you go, I want to go with you because uh, a nineteen window or a twenty-one window Safari, whatever he's got over there, I'm looking forward to seeing, and I think um, he'll do great where he's at. He's Absolutely. had the experience; he's gotten through the first few years with Gibbs. Now, now, fresh new environment, new new challenges, new people around him. I think he'll be ready for that. And uh, I'm excited to see it. Okay. Allie Belay, you've got a dissenting opinion or no? Technically, Jacob, 40 days, 19 hours, 24 minutes, and 14 <laughs> seconds. Bite me. Don't, the Daytona don't invite courage here, Allie. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be a great deal for Daniel Suarez. He's actually been quoted as saying that he feels that he's at home with Stuart yes. Haas, which is great. Um He'll have Haas colors as well as his Aris colors. Um, the car is going to look great. He's already done some photo shoots. He say, looks I saw, really good. He looks really good in that suit. Um, I almost walked in on him doing an interview with NBC today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good job, Allie. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsies. Um, but it'll be great. He's already gone through his rookie year and his sophomore swing with Gibbs. And like you said, it'll be similar to when Joey Logano left Gibbs to go to Team Penske. He's going to do good things. Um, this past season, everyone, every single one in the cars at Stuart Haas won. And made the playoffs. And made the playoffs. So maybe this is what Daniel needs to be able to contend for a championship. I want to add to this. I saw and be it. the first Mexican driver to win not only Xfinity championship, but also a cup championship. Maybe we'll see our first international champion. I want to add to this. I saw a mock-up of uh, the, I don't know if it's the final paint scheme for that 41 car, but I did see a mock-up of it with uh, the the primarily Aris colors. That car's going to look so good at oh, Daytona during yeah. And weeks. then they also made the announcement of the mobile black car. Oh, yeah, there was, there was that, too. We can yeah. get to that more yeah. a little That's later. That's definitely the, a the cool blackout car. It, yeah, Stuart Haas is stepping up their paint scheme game. This well, year. I agree. I, like I agree with that. I think the move for Suarez is perfect. Honestly, Absolutely. you know, there are a lot of people laughing about this as if, you know, this is just, you know, he's overmatched with equipment or he's not going to succeed. And, you know, look, I don't think those people are paying any attention to what's been going on because Joey Logano needed to leave Joe Gibbs in order to find a place that wanted and really was interested in growing him as a racer. He went to Penske. This is exactly the same thing. This isn't SHR settling for the best they could get. This is Stuart Haas getting a driver who has won at every level up into the cup series who came into the cup series with a team. And I don't know, honestly, that Joe Gibbs racing for a young driver coming in. I don't know that that's necessarily where you want to be. I think we're, we're mm-hmm. as Jacob said earlier, you can draw your own conclusions. We're seeing a pattern here. Um, I think Daniel Suarez goes to that team. 
I will go as far as to say, I believe that 41 car wins a race in the spring. He will win before July 4th this year. And if you think about it, look at what Eric Amarola's done in it. And prior to Eric Amarola being in the 10 car, it was Danica Patrick. Everybody said, oh, it's it's the car. Danica kept saying, oh, it's the car, it's the car, it's the car. Takes a good driver. It takes well, a good driver. A good and, driver with the right team of yes. support. And that's what Daniel's going to have at Stuart yes. Haas is he's going to have that mm-hmm. support yep. helping him and backing him. Amarola's got that support. And look at what he did in Talladega. Right. I, I want to add a little bit more to this, by the way. Anybody who is complaining, oh, Daniel Suarez can't do this, that, the other, because he hasn't won yet. He's been in the sport two years. You know who else? Did not win a cup race in his first two full-time seasons. Chase Elliott. Thank you. I You took the words right out of my mouth. It was on your computer screen. Uh, well, yeah. So you, <laughs> so, you, so you stole my point. But anyhow, year three, Chase Elliott comes out, wins three races, and contends to make the final four. Maybe not that kind of a stratospheric leap, but I could see Daniel winning a couple of races next was year. Was Austin Dillon the same boat? When did he win? Because he won the Coke 600, and then he won the Daytona 500. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Austin Dillon won the Coke 600 in year two. Year I may two? be wrong, I wanna say but was... I want to say he won it in year two. No, absolutely was he not. A rookie? That would try year four. Oh, okay. Oh, I was gonna... yeah. Wow. Austin, he was that long? Yeah, wow. Austin came in the same. Austin came in the year after uh, Danica did. Okay. Twenty four. He's been around a little while. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. So he's that old already. Yeah. Well, he, I don't he'll think twenty nine in April. I think there's kind of been a pattern here of Joe Gibbs racing. Um, I don't want to say they give up, but I just don't think they have the right system to take a younger driver and, you know, and, and bring them all the way. I know Eric Jones one day told it, but me. I mean, well, and that, and that's just, it's what I see. It's what I watch. I mean, and they, 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 you know, Carl Edwards retired. They rushed Suarez into the, into the car they gave him two years with multiple crew chiefs, so he never had a stable situation around him. Um, you know, and now they want to bring in Martin Truex because he's the hot driver of the day. Um, I think Suarez goes to the 41 and proves a lot of people wrong is what I think is going to happen. And quite frankly, I hope he does. Lenny? Well, you mentioned Eric Jones. Is the clock ticking now? No, because you, you know, I, I don't think it is because you won at Daytona last I, year. I'm not saying about a win. I'm saying about staying. Is is he start looking around thinking exactly what you two have been saying? Hey, Logano left. Suarez left. I'm really not in love with everybody around me here. Maybe well, I should start looking around. I think the catch there is I don't get the impression that Eric Jones is unhappy with anybody he's working with. He's got a lot of the people he picked and wanted to be around him that have been working with him since the Xfinity series. And the other thing there too, unlike Daniel Suarez, Eric Jones was really the first uh, chosen child, so to speak, out of the Toyota development program. And Christopher Bell would probably be number two. As long as as long as Toyota's backing him over there, I don't see Eric Jones leaving. That's where I'm looking. How, how long till that pipeline starts pushing onto those drivers above it? You've got, Denny Hamlin, who I think Denny Hamlin's the one that's on the hot right. seat right Absolutely. now. Yeah. I've said that. Christopher for Bell is is the heir apparent. So when they're ready to bring Christopher Bell up, they're going to have to do. And I think after this year, you bring Christopher Bell up. They better have some place to better put Better have somewhere so to put So Hamlin, it. to me, is the one on the hot seat. And, you know, Kyle Busch has always said he doesn't want to be training his replacements. Well, it ain't going to be too awfully long before 
you know, they've got more drivers in the pipeline than they do cup rides to fill them Mm -hmm. with when they get there. So it is going to be interesting to see all that unfolds. We can talk more about that um, as the show goes forward. And we've also got some more news for you as well. We're just getting started tonight on the Stock Car Show. Welcome back. Welcome to 2019. We are happy to have you with us. Go tell all your friends. We're broadcasting live from HMS Motorsport, Mooresville, North Carolina, and we will be right back. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to the Stock Car Show here on Performance Motorsports Network. We're also live on Spreaker and, of course, on the Race Chaser Media Facebook Live page. You can come and watch us. We are broadcasting live from HMS Motorsport here in Mooresville, North Carolina, just a few minutes from our studio 
And uh, we've got quite a, well, I don't want to say it's a round table, but we've got quite a full table. Yeah, yes, of it, it is a table. Kind of a square table, the way we're sitting. Um, Jacob Zielman next to me from Speed Sport. Joe Marco over in the corner from HMS Motorsport. And uh, Lenny Batiki from PRN's At The Track. And, of course, Ellie Boulay with us as well. And we've been talking about Suarez's move to the uh, 41 car, which uh, obviously I think almost everybody um, was anticipating who understood what was going on. I mean, it was the logical thing to do, but I think it was also a good move on everybody's part. And frankly, uh, I think Suarez is going to surprise a lot of people. Now, the other development that we had, uh, and I'm going to, because we were talking about a little during the break, we'll get back to the cup news wire in a moment. But uh, Joe was talking during the break a little bit about the Xfinity series. And I think it's 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 kind of an interesting question and worth some discussion because, well, of course, we had Ross Chastain all set to run for a championship and then uh-huh. the sponsor got into some trouble. So uh, Chip Ganassi couldn't replace the sponsor quick enough and shut the team down. Um, I guess the question becomes, We've seen Roush shut down their Xfinity teams. We've seen now Chip Ganassi shut down their Xfinity teams uh, or Xfinity team. Uh-huh. Is What does this do to the Xfinity series in 2019, in, in your two, opinion? In 2019, maybe, maybe for a year, you have a little bit thinner competition at the top. But quite frankly, long term... This makes the Xfinity series better. Why? Less cup influence. I have been preaching this. Actually, Tom and I have both been preaching this for a while. The less cup dollars and cup spending money you have in this series, and the more you let this series have its own identity, the better it's going to be. And yes, I hate that it's because of a lack of sponsorship and we have to fold up a couple of cars. I'm not cool with that. I hope and pray that everybody that is displaced by everything that's happened the last couple of months can find jobs, stay in the sport and, and keep pushing right along. But as far as cup teams having to not field Xfinity teams, I'm okay with it, Tom. I really, 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 really am. Allie? Then what are, what do you think about Stuart Haas with two teams? <sighs> Chase Briscoe still, in the I, all-star car. I, well, it's not an all-star car when you have a driver running full-time in it. Just saying. No, they're going to be two teams. I I know that. Well, but, but no, I'm, Briscoe's full time in the ninety eight. There yes, is no all star. I'm, I'm making yes, Briscoe I'm, and Cole Custer. I'm making the point that, that oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Briscoe and Cole Custer. It, I was already bumping Cole Custer up to cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure Cole would like Cole to. Cole would love Cole that. Cole be happy with that. Um, but, my bad. And, Anyhow, long story short, to respond to Allie's point, I still don't like cup money in the Xfinity series, but if SHR is going to be a staunch supporter of the series and field Xfinity regulars, I can deal with that a little bit better. And I was okay with Chip Ganassi in the 42 car having a full-time Xfinity regular. What I'm really bummed about is this whole situation with DC Solar and the FBI raid and now the 42 team going away. It basically blows up the best story the Xfinity series had in an entire year. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, that to me is an issue. Now, temporarily, we've got Ross Chastain going to the 15 car full time and cup, which in theory solves his problem for a ride. But of course, it doesn't really put him in position to win. Um, mm. And it appears as though that 
the plan is still in place because of some things that Chip Ganassi has said. If Ross, if, if Kurt Busch does retire at the end of this year, which it appears he will, then Ross would be in line to replace him in the one car. Mm-hmm. It So in the long run, I guess it probably doesn't, it's okay, but it it just really, like you said, it, it sucks for the for for this year because we all were looking forward yes. to seeing Ross chase a championship, Joe. Yeah, no, I I would have really liked to see Ross stay in Xfinity. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit worried when you move somebody that quickly up to Cup because what happens is they get into Cup and then all of a sudden things don't go as smoothly and maybe there are a few more accidents than you want. And I mean, I've seen careers, you know, people mm-hmm. going from truck or from K and N right to Xfinity. Uh, you know, Dylan Kwasnowski, you know, that was a, a perfect case. He was yeah. excellent. He was a top he went champion in K&N. He moves into the Xfinity series, with, bypasses truck, and Fell on it, his face. it was just over, over his yeah. head without any previous really good experience. He was a great kid, focused, you know, good sponsorship with Rockstar. And it was only because I think he got pushed too far, too fast. Uh, that really ruined his career. Now he's, he's we've seen he's a few doing, of those. He's mm-hmm. doing real estate in in Vegas now. But I mean, uh, you know, he was a good, talented racer. I think if he had had the right support and came up through the ranks, I think he'd be here still today. And I think there are a number of stories like that. I mean, people get pushed for up. Ross though. He's already been in Cup. He's already spent time in Cup. I think Ross is older and a little more mature and more developed in my mind. So I think he. I think to. To and go spend every, this year in the yeah. Cup Series with premium, and then to go drop into the one car next year, I don't see that as being as big exactly. of a jump for him yeah. as what you were talking yeah, right. about. But I understand where you're coming and from. And everybody, you know, everybody's acting like this year would have been Ross's first season in the in the Infinity yeah. Series. Yeah. Let's let's keep in mind he ran four full years in Johnny Davis's car exactly. and absolutely overachieved yep. the whole way. I so, agree. You know, Ross has track time at all the tracks he would be going to visit, even if he can't. And and I've heard, I've got several sources that have told me that Chip Ganassi is still trying to get a few pieces together, even if it's patchwork between a couple of teams, for Ross to be able to run for an Xfinity championship this year and trying to help that, help aid that however he can. But to make a long story short, if he has to go the premium route and run the full year in that car and then transition back over to Ganassi when Kurt Busch retires, okay, so it's one year where you don't get to run for a championship. I don't think Ross is going to pass that up. I, no. I I was texting back and forth with him the day that the news came down. I said, I, didn't, I don't want the interview I did with you at Homestead to be the last one. His response was very emphatic to me. He said, it's not going to be because I'm not going to let it be the last one. Ross Chastain has no plans of going anywhere. This is just a speed bump. And I think we've known Ross and had Ross on this show enough times now to know that uh, when, when he's committed to something and he's determined to see it through, that's going to happen. Well, if the uh, 15 team all of a sudden has a few maybe better dressed guys from, say, down the road by that shop by the airport here <laughs> in Concord, and all of a sudden their cars have a few extra parts and pieces, maybe it's just the greatest preparatory year that Ganassi could ever have. Instead of having a monkey around in the Xfinity series going to tracks that he won't run in cup and against competition that, depending on the day, may be better, may be worse, may be mm-hmm. you know, a, a ringer from some other right. deal. Right. This puts him right in line. They can track him you know, through all the same things that they would have him in a cup car in 360 some odd days. Yeah. I, I think that, I think the situation 
for Ross worked out about as well as it could have under very difficult circumstances. Mm -hmm. You know, he just slides into premium. Um, What's interesting to me is we still don't know what's going to become of the Spire Sports 77 cup card that's supposed to be a part of premium motorsports, according to what we're hearing. And Ross happens to be a Spire athlete. athlete. So, you know, you kind of got to wonder. And of course, if you're wondering what we're talking about, Spire Sports and Entertainment, one of the top agencies in the sport, purchased the charter from Furniture Row Racing for the 78 car Mm -hmm. and is fielding a car. They haven't announced a driver. Um, you know, but is fielding a car and it's supposed to be in conjunction with premium motorsports. So it'll be interesting to see what comes of that or if somehow that can be tied in. We just know that Ross is going to run for premium this year. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, maybe there's a way to, to utilize all of that. Um, and I, I want to tie ahead. this in real quick. You mentioned the Spire car. This leaves only three chartered seats that are still open in the entire Cup Series garage. The Spire car certainly is the most lucrative right. of those three. You've also got the two Rick Ware chartered cars, uh, one right. with one of the uh, one of the Petty charters and trying to remember where the second charter came from off the top of my head, but uh, the 51 and the 52 would be the last two full-time chartered seats. Yeah, and I don't think either of those have been officially filled. No, no, no. Isn't that, Cody that was going the point back that I was racing? Is Cody, Cody Ware coming back? I think so. I know he he dabbled in some motorbike racing and then trucks, and I think he might be going back. So we have a two-car team. Joe's over there nodding like he knows something. We'll hand, know, hand him the microphone and see what... Uh, I know nothing, uh, but I... You're merely a messenger? I, I would not be surprised to see maybe, maybe Cody coming back for a good part this year. I mean... Uh, uh, he's been a good customer of ours for a long time, and I, I think uh, I think his goal is to do it. I don't know if the sponsorship stuff is all there, but uh, uh, I think you know he deserves to be there. He's another guy that definitely deserves that opportunity. Well, there there's certainly a lot of stuff coming together at the last minute here, which is kind of interesting. We've got I love when silly season goes all the way up to speed yeah, it's weeks. kind of fun. We've got I missed that. We've got more we can talk about too when we come back. We're we're still. Uh, Still going through the newswire here. A lot of news broke in the last couple days. We've got a lot more to talk about. If you want to join us in conversation, you can do that. Just go to our Race Chaser Media Facebook page and click on our live show link and then just jump in the chat with us. You can ask questions or make comments. Um, And uh, somebody in the chat is uh, indicating he believes Cody Ware will be in one of the cars. We'll see um, where that goes. With that, we're going to take a break and we'll be back with more of the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsport and my computer career right after this. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels 
new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is a lung disease that robs people of their ability to breathe. As many as 24 million Americans suffer from COPD, also known as chronic bronchitis or emphysema, and half of them don't know they have the disease. If you or someone you love is over 35 and has smoked more than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, visit driveforcopd.org and take the screener, then take that to your doctor. I'm Jeff Stoltz, and I drive for COPD. Hi, this is Austin Terrio, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Well, Austin Terrio, the subject of some rumors as well, but we won't uh, get into that just now, but hopefully we'll be seeing Austin in a race car of some sort uh, at some point during the season. Welcome back to the Stock Car Show. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, Allie Belay, Lenny Baticki, and... Uh, Joe Marco from HMS Motorsport, where L- we Lenny are. And, Lenny and Joe live. are trying to figure out Facebook Live at the uh, moment. Lenny's got it. Joe is still. Uh, Joe. <laughs> I've had many a days where that's been the case. Yeah. I'm here, but not here. Uh, at any rate, um, continuing with the rumor mill and news of the day, uh-huh. we had a little bit of news in the truck series involving an Xfinity series driver who's now no longer an Xfinity Series driver. He's a truck series driver. 
Uh, untangle all that for us, Jacob. Okay, I'll untangle it like this. Uh, Spencer Boyd, who was in the NASCAR Xfinity Series this year for SS Greenlight Racing, uh, is now dropping back to the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series in a... Er, huh, wow, there's a dollar in the jar, Jacob. NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. And guts. Yeah, and guts. Ah, that's going to take me all the way to Speed Weeks to actually get right. Yeah. Anyway. Or after. Or after. Long story <laughs> short... Spencer Boyd is driving a NASCAR truck for Tyler Young. He is going to drive full-time the 20 truck that okay. Tanner Thorson was in for a bunch of races this past year and was kind of the all-star truck out of that stable. Um, there are still some other things that are going to be forthcoming out of Young's Motorsports in the future, but we know that Spencer Boyd is the first driver to be confirmed over in that stable for the 2019 season. And I like this because sometimes you have to take a step backwards to go forwards. Yes. And I really believe that this is going to be a not that his situation with Greenlight wasn't positive, but a more positive situation because Tyler Young has spent a lot of time, a lot of effort and a lot of dollars to make that truck series team. I won't call them a premier team yet, but they've certainly taken a step up into being a consistent top 10 to 15 truck team with all of their trucks, not just one or two of them. They've done very, very well and handled the expansion very nicely. I think you're going to see Spencer Boyd impress a lot of people this year. Well, I agree with that 100%. I think you said it right. Consistent top 10 to top 15. And if Spencer can get there, that's going to be a great season for him. You know, he's, he has, I, I don't know that there's anybody in the NASCAR Xfinity series who's worked any harder than Spencer Boyd to try Absolutely. and get everything that there was to get out of the, out of the car he's been driving. Absolutely. Um, I think this is an opportunity for Spencer to actually take a step back in theory, to go forward. I think you you, sure. you step back to the truck series, you get into equipment that can run in the top 10 to top 15 and show that if the equipment is there, then Spencer can be there as well. And this is one of those situations where if he has a good season this year, Lenny, you know, or even two seasons if he has to spend that much time, maybe he gets an opportunity in the Xfinity series with a better team. Kid from St. Louis comes up, does yeah. it through legends, works his way up out of that. Yep. And you can't go to whether it's GoPro, whether it's uh, K1, whether it's a sim place that Boyd isn't practicing every day. Yep. I mean, he is somewhere wearing them out, trying to get better. And I think that's a testament to, to him personally, because you can have sponsorship. You don't have sponsorship, this and that. But it's getting up out of bed and going to try to make the driver better and spencer is doing that you don't see a coach with him you see him out there trying to make himself better i think it'd be a cool story well i do too i i think and and look tyler young came into this whole thing as a driver but he came in as a driver who already had had experience as an owner and a development uh source in the old cars pro cup series and, you know, then in the in the truck series, he knows uh, kind of where his bread's being buttered at this point. It isn't so much about driving for Tyler as it is about, you know, being a team owner. And that team has taken a few steps forward. I think you're going to have a, a good season out of Spencer Boyd 
and I think their personalities are going to be a very, very good fit too. Um, yeah, I like this and I think it's a, and I, and I think you're going to see multiple cars, multiple trucks out of, out of, out of Tyler again. And it'll be interesting to see where this all goes for him. There's a chance that uh, Tyler Young Motorsports may be able to get up there and get a win this season in that series. I really believe it. Um, and it's, it, by the way, it's, it's actually the, the other piece to this that I like is, mm-hmm. as Lenny pointed out, Midwest driver. We need more of those, right? We lost Carl Edwards. I mean, you know, it's good to have, I'd like to see Spencer actually get to the cup series. Cause I don't think we have enough Midwest drivers in the cup series. Anymore. No, whether it be the, uh, the Lou, you know, there, whether he runs at gateway, goes up to Chicago, goes out to Iowa, all those fans could start wrapping themselves around yeah. Spencer. He's dynamic. He speaks well. He's got a coolness to him. If uh, if he can get one of those wins that you're speaking of and do it at the right, maybe off weekend yep. where he gets seen, that could be a real, you know, another show story that could help the sport. Yeah. I mean, you think about it in the past, you know, mm-hmm. all the Wallace brothers, obviously, and Sauter, you had, you've had so many drivers, Midwest Schrader, um, not so much recently. So, you know, I'd like to see some more from that area really jump up and get into the uh, Cup Series. So good for good for Spencer. It's a region that's not as well represented as perhaps the West Coast or the Southeastern United States. Yeah. You see a lot of drivers from the West Coast, California, that area. And then, of course, you know, NASCAR's heart is in the Southeast, and we've yeah. seen a good number of drivers from, from this portion of the country. But, the you know, the, the well, Midwest. Just, just remember that Oklahoma, though, is right there with him in that Christopher yeah. Bell kid isn't too bad. Yeah, he's not. He's all right. He, he, he can drive he's some. He's got potential. Just, just, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> so he that might, Oklahoma thing. something one day. But he's what you're definitely. pointing out is exactly one of the things. That if you get to be on your soapbox, then back up, kids, because I'm getting on mine. Uh-huh. These guys are not robotic NASCAR drivers that you just pluck off a showroom floor. They all come from somewhere. And all these series do all of the sport a disservice by not letting us remember where they're from and cheering on their hometowns, their home states, and their home regions. And when you guys right there, two guys that know the sport, skip over Christopher Bells from Oklahoma because you're thinking the two coasts, Right there is a dynamic problem of NASCAR racing when you didn't even say Midwest. Well, I was Bell. thinking more specifically. I St. know Louis, what you were thinking, but that's you know, was... he was going West Coast, East yeah. Coast, and that's what we should think first because that's where your fans are. Your fans are attracted to like people for them. If you mm-hmm. live in Oklahoma, the first NASCAR driver you think of is Christopher Bell. Well, now, anyways. Now. He's kind of sort. He's kind of sort of made it hard for anybody to think about anybody else. That's when a good you win thing. We'd love to sell tickets to people in Oklahoma. Well, and and that's all true. But I also think that you've got to have more than one. You've got to have a, a good mix. I, I think, and Christopher Bell still at the moment is in the Xfinity series. If he gets to the Cup Series, my my, I'm saying I think we need more of those guys to get to Cup. So if Spencer, by backwards to the trucks, can propel himself forward, I'm all for that. But we we need to recognize that there are them out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about, um, you know, Tanner in the truck before. Nevada. Course, How yeah. many times did, did Nevada even get mentioned? Not many. Not many. And are we selling too many tickets to Nevada residents or we don't need a driver to, you know, for them to cheer for? Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, Spencer's in the front office. 
But exactly. Yeah. We need to be telling their story to their state, not just that they are NASCAR, Xfinity, yeah. Cup. No, I truck. don't disagree. I was going to say, I, I, th- I think we got the state of Nevada in really good hands. That's just Could my use another sense. one, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, look. It, yeah, I think. <laughs> uh, Gregson yeah. in a Legends car uh, yesterday, by the way. Really? Yep. He went. Yeah, he went back home. I don't think he's back to the East Coast yet. He was okay. going home to Nevada for the holidays, and I believe he and uh, Jesse Love both were in Legends. Cars yeah, Jesse was. Weekend. Yep. Yeah, sure was. At top five. Yep. I don't know. Big I'm plans for Jesse coming up this Alan. year too. That's another kid. He's from California, but uh, he's another one. He's. I think Jesse's in line to be the next Christopher Bell. That's Toyota, uh, Toyota seems to think yeah, so. Yeah, you're going to see Jesse in the Power I Midget Series this year at 13 going on 14. And I um, thought you were going to say 13 going on 40. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the way he talks, it's kind of he's, like that. See, yeah, that, that was the point. The maturity I was level, yeah, he's way above his age in his vocabulary. But yeah, Jesse is definitely a, a, a special racer. He's to me, he's one of a kind. He's been in a lot of different types of cars. They wavered him two years early into the BCRA Midget Series. He didn't even run all the races in the series. He won three races and the championship in the series without running all the races at 13 this year, running against adults. The youngest driver ever to win a full midget race in the United States. So, you know, that's just a, an example of some of the talent that's coming up. And you're right. Mm-hmm. The West Coast has definitely got a bunch of it right now. They sure do. But Zeb Wise, Cole Bodine. Yes. A couple of guys that oh, yeah. had really nice Tulsa shootouts. Wise getting the win. Bodine having a win and then things the other way. Um, they're going to be some big names as well. I'm not going to. I don't want to burst Lenny's bubble, but um, mm-hmm. Cole Bodine needs money. And Cole will be the first to admit as such. He's going to get a handful of races this year unless they can find funding. Zeb Wise has no desire to go stock car racing ever, period. Neither did Christopher Bell. Yeah. The difference difference is Toyota made Toyota kind of shoved Christopher Bell down that pipeline. Zeb's not in that pipeline and Zeb has no desire to get into it. I hope not because we need more young world of outlaws talent. That's true. Every time, every time since I've known him, I've asked Zeb Wise, what do you want to be when you grow up? He looks at me every time and says, without hesitation, a full-time World of Outlaws driver, period. Well, I hope he continues and stays on that track because, like I said, we need we need more good, young, strong racers in the World of Outlaws race now, race series right now because if you look at who all the top drivers are, with the exception of Hoddenshield, they're, they're all veterans. So you really want to get... You really want to get more of Zeb Wise's more of Zeb Wise's caliber of driver he, up he into that series. He didn't say Macedo. I just looked. Well, Macedo now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, please tell me before the end of this show we can start talking a little bit of Chili Bowl since we're getting close. We don't need to wait till the end of the show to talk oh, about Chili Bowl. That's a you know better than that, Jacob. That's oh, an open topic around here. We'll uh, we'll be right back and we'll maybe we'll talk some Chili Bowl. By the way, you want to jump in the chat with us? Go to our Race Chaser Media Facebook Live page right now. We're live. Jump in and chat with us. Talk talk to you in a moment. Back with more Stock Car Show. 
Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in, you need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 this is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children name one of the leading killers of u.s children age 1 to 13 what's the best way to protect children in a car crash At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Ben Rhodes, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. Drivers that haven't officially announced anything, Ben Rhodes is on that list, and uh-huh. uh, we just keep our fingers crossed that that is pending at well, any moment. We've not heard anything different. Well, no news is good news um, in this uh, particular situation. We hope, yeah, really. but uh, certainly would like to see Ben back once again in the Truck Series for Thor Sport for another season. Welcome back to all of you to the Stock Car Show. We are broadcasting live from. The place of business in which Joe Marco calls himself the owner, HMS Motorsport. And um, Joe is not just an owner. He is also an expert in racer safety. And uh, we'll be talking to Joe here in a little while about that, just having some conversations. So feel free to stay right on. And if you got any questions for Joe, just drop them in the chat on our Facebook uh, media a race chaser media Facebook page. Easy for you um, to yeah, say. Yeah, almost. Um, and uh, just get in the chat with us and uh, drop them in there. Uh, first question for Joe is actually nothing to do with safety. Uh, any Canadians entered in the Chili Bowl? That is from Alex Brousseau. Um, 
Who's a Canadian, Jacob? You're the Chili Bowl expert here. Well, I, yeah, I am the Chili Bowl expert, and I do know that the uh, country of <laughs> country of Canada is represented. But this is where we're the can, Canadians, eh? Give me a second. This is where I can. <laughs> this is where I consult my handy dandy entry list. Yeah, he's behind. Jacob Brian, Brian Holbert, why aren't you uh, calling in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Brian That's in about five idea. days. You too, um, uh, there is. One Uno Canadian on this year's confirmed entry list, Skylar G from Leduc, Alberta, Canada. Oh, nice. Okay. Skylar Skylar is a longtime sprint car racer who's made a couple of Chili Bowl appearances. I don't think he's ever made the uh, the A main, the Saturday A main as okay. of yet. But uh, there are interesting. Five, there are five countries represented on this year's Chili Bowl entry. Not list. surprised, Joe, at all. Is this going to be one of the biggest uh, races with like cup drivers in it to, for a while? I mean, it seems like a lot of drivers are going to the Chili Bowl. More than year. usual. More than usual. Um, right. Well, Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman's actually racing. Yes. Okay. So if if we go up and down the entry list a little bit. Okay. Let's go up and down the entry list. And, and I don't. I don't want to just say cup drivers, Joe. We'll yeah. say NASCAR. We'll NASCAR. Drivers. NASCAR. Per, per, yeah. Personalities. Yeah. Personalities, participation. You get the idea. Um, JJ, I'm going to count JJ Yaley since he still runs sure. at least yeah. part time in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. JJ Yaley driving uh, one. I believe it's uh, out of the, the Rockwell security team that that is traditionally kind of the, the Rams racing, if I yep. remember correctly. Um, of course, you've got Christopher Bell and yep. Kyle, Larson Kyle Larson for Keith Coons. You've got uh, Ricky Stenhouse. Out of the Claus and Marshall stable, you've got Alex Bowman, as you mentioned, racing one of his own cars. And if I remember correctly, and I'm in Casey's uh, racing too. Yeah, Casey Kane, retired NASCAR star Casey Kane. That's still weird to say. Um, Casey running in the '67 car that he has frequented in recent years. And I, I wanted to make sure that I could actually lay eyes on this before I confirm it. But I am 98 percent sure. That somewhere in this list, Landon Castle. Yeah. I thought. I thought yeah, he's so. making his first start. There we go. I had to find the number. Twenty-one. He's driving for Casey Schumann. Yeah. Who, by yeah. the way, got a got a uh, <laughs> massive job. job boost today uh, as the World of Outlaws Late Model Series director for oh, 2009. Oh wow! I, I missed that one. Yeah, he jumps over from the Power Eye War Sprints. He's still going to be there in an advisory capacity, Lenny. But shoot, we've watched Casey Schumann as a driver, a series guy. And now he's going to be series director for World Racing Group? I think it's going to be exciting. He brings a lot of energy and maybe some Absolutely crossover fans that will follow him to the World of Outlaws Late Models. Uh, I think uh, that's going to be a fun series. Oh, Jacob missed one, too, on the entry list. Oh, did I? Yes, you did. Mr. Chase Briscoe is now an NASCAR oh, driver. Well, full-time in yes, the Xfinity Series. And to be fair, part of the reason that Chase isn't jumping to my mind is because Chase isn't driving Chase's car. Chase is driving a Rip Jetson prepared Boss Factory racing car. Really? For Kenny Brown as, I believe, a teammate to Justin Allgaier. Yes. Okay. And another correct. NASCAR driver that you missed. Yes. Well, Gator. Hmm? What is, who, who is driving? Did... Oh, well, yeah, I did miss Gator. So he missed I two. just said Gator. Is Briscoe, who's driving Briscoe's car? Is that entered or not? Uh, I don't think it's entered. Okay. I was going to say, that would be strange. Not, it's not entered that I know of. Okay. Now, could it show up on the entry list last minute? Maybe, but So there's a handful there of uh, NASCAR drivers that are going to be participating in the Chili Bowl. And 355 entries. I mean, I, 
I don't know how much higher you climb. I thought early on because it sort of spiked to 350 pretty quick. I thought maybe we'd get to four. I don't think we're going to get oh, that no, high. Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to get to maybe four. Maybe 360? The record is 374, yeah. I believe, and then 364 that actually made the call. So we're not quite there, but shoot, just about every single one of the 355 entries that are on here are confirmed driver car Yeah, there aren't many uh, It's only 13 that aren't. Right. Okay. And and shoot, uh, nine of those T. There were nine more TBAs until earlier today when those TBAs got filled. But I can't say too much about that. Otherwise, anybody listening from NOS might have my head. Yeah, it was kind of the uh, oh, the entries finally showed up from Clausen Marshall. Yeah, but <laughs> well, the problem is we're really not even supposed to be talking about them because I don't think they were supposed to show up yet. But you know, we we all knew what was coming. Well, in our interview today on uh-huh. PRN's At The Track with Tim Clausen, the team owner, he confirmed all nine of his entries. Okay. So I guess we can talk about it. I guess we can talk about it. <laughs> well, we knew we knew Sunshine, Tyler Courtney, was going to lead the charge alongside uh, Chris Windham. Those are the two veterans who returned right. to the, the, the Clausen Dream Team for 2019. And I think the, bi- the biggest news here obviously is in two parts. Lenny, you talked to Tim, so you and I both Go- know this. Golubics. Um, but yeah, the Golubic brothers. Uh, Dustin joining the team for the first mm-hmm. time. Tim is such a big fan of that. And and I am too. Dustin Golubic brings a different kind of energy to that lineup this year, and he's going to be fun to watch. I don't know if he makes the Saturday A-Main, but if he does, it's going to be really cool to see him come through the field. And then, of course, the youth, when you talk about 16- and 17-year-olds like Zeb, of course, and Andrew cool. Laser, who joins yep. Clausen Marshall for the Chili Bowl. And you got Stenhouse um, as well. Little be Hod. Little Hod. So they've got really a broad spectrum of uh, drivers oh, yeah. that um, you know, should be a pretty neat little pit stop to walk through their pit. Nine cars in total. They had yep. eight as part of the Dream Team last year. Nine cars in total. And when I talked to Zeb Wise last week, just, uh, just as the uh, Driven to Save Lives sponsorship announcement was getting ready to come out, Zeb goes, I'm qualifying Monday. I said, you're qualifying Monday? He says, yes, I want to get it done and over with so I don't have to stress the rest of the week. <laughs> well, that's that's another thing that's new this year is they're adding one more day yep, five of nights. qualifying. Five, five, five nights. prelim nights. Yeah, five prelim nights. The and then, uh, of course, Saturday we get alphabet soup and then the, the uh, feature. So, yeah, a full week at the Chili Bowl for sure and a lot of big names. And if you're in our chat right now, uh, Joe Marco from – HMS Motorsport, who is with us uh, on the air tonight, has said if you got uh, eight thousand plus damage, he might be able to hook you up with a ride. So uh, that that was meant for our Canadian friend Alex. Yeah, uh, yeah. Alex has been a long term uh, customer of ours. Uh, yeah. uh, he credits me for bringing him into racing, which I don't really think that's the case. But uh, he's a good driver; he could do something. Well, there you go. So uh, hopefully he'll find enough sponsorship, and maybe we'll have another entry in the Chili Bowl in a couple weeks. But uh, really, definitely uh, excited about that. Obviously, who's? I mean, it, what's the biggest surprise that you're looking at, Jacob, on the entry list so far? I mean, out of all 355, and you want me to pick one? Well, see, <laughs> for me, it'd be of course I'm not looking at the whole list, but Landon Castle for me is like, wow, really? This should be fun. Um, well, and I think part of that was at the behest of his friend Connor Daly, who really kind of talked him into it. Ah, okay, yeah. Well, how look, about Andy Mitchner? 
Yeah. And, and for my family history, my dad and my grandparents have been longtime friends of Michener. And to see him, that that was kind of a throwback to uh, days gone by for, for my family because Michener was racing going all the way back about to the time that my granddad was running sprint cars and supers. Wow. I'm surprised we didn't see Cruz Pedregon. With all the rumblings, he, oh, he made a lot of posts. You know, maybe know. one of those 13, somebody finally says, maybe. Cruz, well, get to Tulsa. Cruz- Cruz was building his own car. Right. Maybe it just didn't get done in time. Maybe he decided we need to just wait and make sure when we're doing it, we're doing it right. Um, so in the in the vein of in the vein of the Andy Michners of the world, the other name that uh, jumps up at me right off the uh, right off the gun, Lenny, is one of the seven LLC cars, Critter Malone. That's a name oh, yeah. from a while back. Critter. Yeah. He was at Gas City when I was there earlier this summer. Critter. Yeah, and, uh, I love it, Critter. Yeah. That's a good racing name right there. Sounds like somebody from Louisiana or something. Indiana, I think. Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jeff Gordon's adopted hometown. Oh, okay. Yeah, Critter Malone. Another driver that really wanted to be a World of Outlaws driver, but yeah. ended up in NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he uh, took a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> in NASCAR. I don't <laughs> yeah. think he regrets that. It, that turn ended up to the bank, but though, He talked eventually. about that a few weeks ago in a story mm-hmm. that, that he mm-hmm. actually started out wanting to be a full-time World of Outlaws driver, so... You know, Zeb Wise, if you're listening, um, eventually it'll get you. Uh, but, uh, you know, so, it's uh, my, mean, my last thought on surprises out of the Chili Bowl entry list. I mean, I, yep. it, I'm, I'm going to get some heat from from the dirt community that knows me for for saying this and not having a belief that he could end up in a premier ride like this. But I'll, and it's not a case of this. Uh, I'm surprised at this driver being on the Chili Bowl entry list as it is a driver that I'm surprised being in the car he's in. But you asked me six months ago, I would have never pegged Andrew Laser in a Clausen Marshall car. And I've known him since he started in, mm-hmm. the, in the USAC Eastern Midgets down here. I just think that's a cool story. It is. He's, um, you know, after starting with and watching Tim Clawson work with him at DeCoin, I get the sense that that Tim may be looking at him as a potential development driver for the future. Obviously, there's nothing set in stone for the lineup beyond Chili Bowl for Clawson Marshall yet, but Laser fits the mold. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what he does next week during the Nationals and see, you know, how he can perform, if he can fit in, continue to gel. He had speed right out of the gate at DeCoin, and I would love to see that go somewhere for him. If you're watching, Tim, just say yes. Andrew Laser yes. has, he checks all the boxes that you would want uh, in a top open wheel driver of the future. So hopefully that is exactly what will happen. And I'm happy to see Andrew on that list. We are going to step aside when we come back. We have a whole other hour of the stock car show presented by HMS Motorsport and my computer career. We shall return. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, 
including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication, but it's those tough choices that helped me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Timmy Salamito, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Uh-oh, stock car show. Allie. Allie is uh Allie needs to share that. No, I was just Oxygen. giggling because that's actually a really good intro for Timmy. <laughs> Timmy Salamito? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Timmy is not known for necessarily his dynamics, is he? No. He's he's a goober. One is gotta love him. Yeah. Goober. I think that's the yeah. first time we've used that word on the show. Welcome back to the Stock Car Show. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, Ali Belay, Lenny Batiki, and Joe Marco all seated around the table here at HMS Motorsport in Mooresville, North Carolina. And um, before we get into some safety conversation, uh, Joe brought up an interesting question during the break, and we're going to follow this up on the air. Yeah, he kind of threw out. Well, well, I'll let you ask the question. I think this next year is going to be an interesting year in truck. Uh, You know, Brent Moffitt. No ride, as far as I know, unless you guys have heard some secrets. Wah. Nothing that we know of. Nothing we know of. But, I mean, I, I think hopefully I think it's going to be century. a breakout year for Todd uh, Gilland. Uh, I think, you One know, can only hope. You know, I, I think he had some rough times last year, and I think a lot of it might not have been you know, of his doing. Todd had some rough luck, Joe. Right. I mean, That's he, what I mean. It, it was boy. rough luck. And so I think this is going to be a breakout year for Todd uh, for the truck series. Um, um, you know, so he'll, I, I don't know what the crew chief situation is yet, but, uh, you know, there might be, a, maybe there's a change going on there. Uh, I don't know where, where that's going to fall out, but I think with, with the right team, I think he'll go far. I suspect Jacob might have some insight on the crew chief situation. Well, if KBM stays true to form, which you would have to believe that they will, most of their second-year drivers end up with Rudy Fugel, who yeah. has crew-chiefed several KBM drivers to the championship in the past, including Christopher Bell and Eric Jones. Right. So you would have to believe that Todd Gilliland and the four team end up with Rudy Fugel for 2019. So where does that leave Harrison Burton and the 18 team, you ask? My response to that, I would have to believe that Harrison 
ends up with Marcus Richmond. Yeah. Because Harrison has a fairly long-standing relationship with Marcus at KBM when he's run part-time. Marcus Richmond was the crew chief in 2017 that Harrison worked with. They did very, very well together. And uh, Marcus was the full-time crew chief for Todd Gilliland this past year. So he's been in the saddle a bunch. And I feel like that those two pairings both would have a lot of potential for success. Now, when and you know if and when you see the third truck pop up, that likely will be where uh, Bono Mannion ends yeah. up as you know crew chiefing as he did this past year with Harrison for a good bit, and then of course with Kyle Bush and various unsundry other characters along the way. There's your word of the night, unsundry. Um, and when you're talking about KBM, I'm sure Kyle would almost welcome that adjective because he likes to wear the black hat a bunch yeah character yeah. also applies to kyle he's it definitely does. a character but no that that's as much light as i can shed none of it's confirmed yet well, but i i would have to believe fugal ends up with gilliland and marcus richmond ends up with harrison it would make sense and and i think that that team w- with harrison full-time now and and todd having a full season um you know, it's just scary because both of them are capable of running for a championship. I don't think Absolutely. there's any question that that's going to happen. And it's not just because it's great equipment. They're just both that talented. And they're yes. both competitive with the, with each other. So I think it's going to help yeah. both of them. <laughs> yeah, they do, they do have a little history and they do like to race each other. Yeah, yeah that's true. Do. It, it yes, is kind of do. interesting how that's developed all the way up through the ranks, too, with the two of them. Yeah, and, almost in parallel. Yeah, yeah. So it will be it will be really interesting to see. Where, where that goes. Um, but I think, I, you know, you start looking at the truck series as a whole. First of all, from a health standpoint, I actually think the series is better off than it, than it was even a year ago because I think there's probably going to be a few more full-time teams. And, you know, I, I, I think it's almost a situation where you know, we're, it, when we get to Xfinity, we can have a different conversation. But I think the truck series definitely, um, I think some competitive drivers coming in, even, a, you know, as we mentioned earlier, Spencer Boyd driving for Tyler Young, uh-huh. that's another truck capable of running in the top 10 every week. So maybe the numbers aren't going to be that much higher, but the quality of the drivers, I think, is going to really take a big step. I, mean, I always find uh, I can actually sit down and watch an entire truck race on TV and, yeah. and, and enjoy it. You know, the time is, it's not too long. Uh, the competition is always great. You know, you always see four or five drivers really battling it yep. out at the front, and you always see a couple of really interesting moves. I think from a, from an entertainment standpoint, uh, the Truck Series is, for me, you know, one of the most exciting ones. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough. I enjoy the Cup Series. I enjoy Xfinity. But for me, uh, to sit for four or five hours and watch something, that's tough. I mean, I do other things and things, but the truck series is just always exciting. So I, I just want to go one by one down the truck series entry list for All a right. couple minutes here, since we've got the time to discuss a little Let's bit. Let's do it. Um, the defending championship team, the 16 out of Hattori racing enterprises, we know they're going to be back full time with a driver announcement. That's forthcoming. I believe is going to happen, you know, imminently within the next couple of days. The KBM 18 truck is Harrison Burton's the, uh, you, you're dropping, at least one, but likely two of the four GMS trucks are going to contract for 2019 because that team's been looking to downsize a little bit. I believe the only two full-time drivers and trucks that will be fielded out of GMS this year will be Sheldon Creed and Johnny Sauter. I've not heard anything about a okay. third truck, so I believe it'll it'll just be those two. Um, Thor Sport 
we'll you'll still have the four trucks there. We just don't know for sure whether the driver lineup will be unchanged. Though I think at this point, having not heard anything different, I think there would have been some speculation by now. If I I believe if there were well, let's be look any at the driver changes. lineup. Is Matt Crafton going anywhere? No. No. <laughs> is Grant Enfinger going, going anywhere? Likely not. No. Um, you know, I think. And Myatt basically said at Homestead his he deal was, was be just back. about yeah. done. Yeah, so. I think Myatt will be back, and I, I believe Ben will be back, but we just Joe's haven't nodding. had the announcement on that. I think. So Thor Sport, you know, Thor Sport looks pretty well unchanged. We don't know what the status of the 51 truck at KBM is, but. 90, you know, I would believe you see that come back with a rotation of drivers yeah, probably. this year. Um, well, <laughs> wouldn't that be the turn? Wouldn't that be the unexpected? Somebody twist needs of to the put century? Brett Moffat in some equipment that can win. Um, I don't care what's. I've heard some rumors about where Brett Moffat could land, at least for a partial schedule that I can't necessarily speak to just well, yet. Well, I can but, think of. Yeah, I bet I know where yeah. you're going with that too. Um, I, I doubt you see the Nem I doubt you see a Nemco truck this year with John Hunter Nemechek full time for GMS Racing in the Xfinity series. So that that's a third truck that actually goes away. Um Halmar Friesen racing obviously with uh Stewart comes back. So that yeah, in effect back. is gonna be the third GMS yeah. truck. There, there's your three GMS trucks right there. Um you scroll down a little further. The Young's O two announcement coming relatively soon on that. DGR Crosley is going to end up with the 54 and the set. I, I think both trucks will run full time. Tyler Ankrum is going to be the, the driver going for a driver's championship. I believe you'll see the 54 run full time with a rotation of drivers. We know Natalie Decker and uh, Anthony Alfredo will both factor in to that yeah, truck. And don't be how scared. long until Tanner makes it into one of those? Things? Well, I was going to say, don't be Greg, surprised. Greg. I don't uh, think Tanner. I think, Tanner's, I think Tanner will end up with a handful of truck starts mm -hmm. once he's approved to yeah. later this year. Yeah. So look for, I'd say, look for Tanner Gray to get a couple starts in the 54 truck as well. Um, I've not heard anything about Austin Self's program changing. I would anticipate the the 22 truck is is Probably there. Probably, yeah. Um, we don't know about premium motor. Well, premium motorsports announced they were shuttering their truck team. Yeah. So that's a fourth team that goes away. So you've got basically. Who were, sorry, who were you saying that goes away? Because we were just talking about Nevada drivers. Oh, premium. Uh, Catch up with us over yeah. there, guys. Then you also have... All, Allie's forgetting that she doesn't have Allie. a microphone. Take the microphone, Allie. Talk sorry, to the people. Sorry, we were talking about Nevada drivers. Um, but then you also have supposedly Robbie Lyons is coming back full time. Part time. Not when I heard. Well, it, 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 if you go look at the team, if you go look at the team chart, he and Chad Finley had already announced when that whole deal came together over at CFR that Robbie and Chad would be splitting a truck this year. Fun. Yeah. So apparently, uh, part time for for Robbie, but in but a full, very full good time, truck, yeah. full time truck, part time for each driver. Right. Yeah. Right. So the Finley truck goes full. It's it's <laughs> seven. It's a net loss of a couple, but you've got. I think 17 or 18 full-time truck and driver combinations for the most part that would be competitive on a weekly basis. Yeah. Don't forget Jennifer Joe Cobb. Don't even go there. Don't don't get me started. By the way, Jesse, Jordan Anderson. I, I wasn't forgetting about Jordan. Well, you I mean, we can't forget our, our favorite South Carolina boy. Yeah, I got down as far as premium we, we and then Allie cut where, me off because she you was laughing. Where are you looking at? The, the owner points from last year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jordan Anderson told me at the banquet they've upgraded a lot of stuff. He yeah, has six. He has upgrading six, his trailer. Yes. He has a Featherlight <laughs> hauler now. I He's got a toter home. I know. And a truck driver. I expect Jordan to 
be much more consistent yes. in the top 10 this year. I was six. actually going to wear he my has, Jordan Anderson hoodie. Yeah. He has six trucks in his fleet now, Tom. When's the last time you heard Jordan Anderson say that? Yeah, that's uh, and I'm really happy for for where that that's a, a a great story too. Again, you know, you talk about drivers who've worked their tails off to Amen. get somewhere. Jordan is consistently taking taking steps up with that program and he's doing it very intelligently too. He's not overdoing it. Mm-hmm. Um just taking steps that that the team can handle. So, yeah. You're right. That's definitely a good story. Who else we got? Do we um, exact it? Scrolling the I think really the 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 one team that we're not sure about what their program is going to look like is the Nice Motorsports with uh, yeah well you know, right that's now kind you, of in tandem with Austin self the 22 the I was gonna say we know Austin is probably yeah we back, know Austin's back um the 38 truck we're not sure really what the status is there um yet and we really don't know what Jesse Little's doing this year either whether he'll be part-time or whether there's a chance for him to expand his schedule well we we can be sure it's at least part-time at least part-time yeah, yeah. and Jesse every race that kid runs there's another one every you race that kid it. runs he's top five to top ten you better believe it that's somebody about, get that's behind about everything kid. as far as trucks and drivers that have run that ran the entire schedule last year yeah so. I mean I think he got a solid Top it's dozen solid. to fifteen in the series. So, do you think GMS will end up with three trucks or just the two? Well, well you got the two three. plus the two, the twenty-one, and freezing. Sort of so, yeah, that those are your three trucks. Granted, yeah, they did cut back on their truck program, but now they have a K and N and I believe an ARCA program as well. Exactly. Well, part time for both with yeah. uh, with Sam Mayer. And then MDM, they shut down their truck part. But yes. they're focusing more on their K and N. One car K and N, one car Arca. One is car, what I've yeah, and no drivers yet announced for and, that. And program. their old shop is now Front Row's new shop. Oh, because Front Row, old shop? Yeah, yeah, Front, front Row, Row moved to Mooresville. Into, um, they um, yeah. they just recently moved in. I think they moved in this week. Yeah. Um, the, or the shop that was formerly or originally the um, I call it like an Ganassi building, but. Uh, uh, Felix Sabata's shop. That was Sabco. 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 Yeah. yeah. It, at one time, that was basically the premier shop in NASCAR, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where Front Row Motorsports is relocated. But they're also to. going to keep the Statesville shop, but that is going to be their fabrication shop. Yeah, a lot of rumors about uh, what's going on there, but we do know they have three cars ready for the year. With that, we're going to step aside. Back with more of the Stock Car Show. We're going to talk some safety when we come back with Joe Marco. Here on the program. So stick around. You're listening to the Stock Car Show or watching the Stock Car Show live from HMS Motorsport here in Mooresville. Be right back. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. 
Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hey, this is Garrett Smithley, driver of the number nothing Chevrolet for JD Motorsports, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. So what you just heard was nothing. Welcome back to the Stock Car Show here on Performance Motorsports Network and Spreaker. Or if you're watching us, it's because you're looking at uh, the Race Chaser Media Facebook page. We are broadcasting live from HMS Motorsport here in Mooresville. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman was here. Now he's not. And uh, we have Joe Marco from HMS Motorsport, Wendy Baticki from PRN at the track, and yeah, and Ellie Boulay. And uh, we'll explain that inside joke later. Uh, Going to talk some safety. And, you know, it, it's, it's really, this is the time of year when I think everybody's kind of thinking about that. If you're a driver, you're ordering your seats, you're getting your fire suit, your helmet, whatever you need to either update or get brand new belts, whatever. And of course, you know, a lot of that, uh, you can buy here at HMS, but, um, if you're, if you're a track manager, um, you're thinking about safety in relation to your racetrack. Um, what are some things, Joe, that you see that you feel like should be kind of uppermost in someone's mind when it comes to track safety? I mean, there's some really basic stuff. I mean, we've worked uh, when we were back up in, in New England. Uh, we worked with uh, Lee Speedway and Stafford Springs and uh, uh, Thompson. And the tracks, the local NASCAR tracks where they have their own series and they have dare stocks and all sorts of, you know, just basic cars out there. Yep. The big challenge that I see, I mean, we, we work with Stafford Springs in particular. We, we went Love that point. track. It's a great track. Uh, the Roots do a great job uh, running that track. Um, you know, great people out there. I mean, that's where we met, uh, Teddy Christopher, you know, Ugh. sorry that we, that was yes. a huge loss for Teddy, for Teddy there. But, you know, uh, the, the thing is, is that we started when they did their spring tech, uh, I'd come out and I would help the tech guys go through the each car as it went through for their, their annual tech. 
and they and I would look at the seat belts and say, all right, well, here's how here here's what's wrong with it. Not trying to sell them a new belt, but just trying to tell them how to take the equipment that they had and install it better. And there's a lot of just basic, basic, basic stuff. But there are little things that the tracks can do. And I think as a track owner, you need to be uh, thinking about some basic regulations that I see a lot of tracks are missing. For example, high-density roll bar padding. There's still a lot of tracks that uh, for their local classes don't require even high-density roll bar padding. I have a little piece. Uh, grab a piece over there if you want to just grab those two little things. Um, this right here is uh, high-density roll bar padding. Um, you can, uh, it's high density. If you hit it, it sounds kind of hard. Well, basically it's a SFI 45.1 padding and this padding is designed, uh, the, the, the strength of it is designed very much what you might find in a passenger car. Passenger cars, anywhere where your head could come in contact with uh, a surface, there is a, a, a density of the, of the surface you're going to hit that's going to absorb energy and try to reduce any injury to the head or any concussive injury. Just having high-density roll bar padding in an area where your head could hit. Now, where could your head hit? If you're sitting in the car and you're wearing proper belts and you're tightly belted in and you come around turn one, and you kind of miss it, and you kind of go into the, the middle of that turn between one and two, okay, at a nice angle, you're going to probably end up being able to drop a football between your back and the seat because the belts are going to compress into your body, and they're going to stretch a little bit. But the, that, there's that much uh, absorption of the material into your soft tissues of your body where you've got all that distance. So if you can travel, measure 10 to 12 inches or 13 inches from anywhere around your head, anything that's there that has a that's a piece of roll bar, that's something that you could likely hit. So that's what needs to have the high density roll bar padding. So anything within about a foot circular diameter, right. roughly. Right. Now this is runs about you know 20 bucks a 20 bucks a three foot uh, piece, uh, depending on you know somewhere in that 15 20 bucks compared to five dollars for the brightly colored. Uh, what I call pipe insulation. Okay, the, the the basic roll bar padding, if I were to take a sheet of it and lay it on a table like this, and I were to take a five-pound shop foot and drop it from three feet, it would bounce off that padding, and I could catch that shop foot. Okay, and what does that mean? That means if your head, and your head, by the way, is going to weigh without the helmet, about 12 pounds, with the helmet, maybe 15 pounds, and it's going to be accelerating because you have mass times acceleration, you're going to be running into that piece of uh, roll bar padding, that the, the $5 roll bar padding, and what is it going to do? It's going to bounce off of it and come back at a greater load. So it's going to actually... Like not, a pinball. It's going to be like it'd be a pinball. It's not going to help you against a concussive injury. And what is the most common injury at local tracks for the for the basic series it's a concussion a driver gets knocked yeah. out that's the most common injury and it's the most common injury that puts a driver out of work for a couple of days uh and or or creates a longer going on-term problem just mandating a piece of high density roll bar padding can solve 80 percent of those problems okay and eliminate the the, the likelihood of a concussion dramatically reduce that the problem we run into is, and in, in talking to the owners, they say, you know, we don't want to mandate any new 
safety equipment or anything because the, the drivers are just struggling. We're tr- struggling to get the field, you know, to, to come out. And I mean, just, but I'll have a guy that will say, you know, I can't, I don't, I don't want to buy the roll bar padding, but yet he'll walk up and he'll say, well, you know, I saw Dale Jr. wear these uh, really cool Puma gloves for, and they're 150 bucks. I'll yeah. take, I'll take those. Yeah. You know, so as a racer, you can spend 30 bucks 35 bucks, maybe 70 bucks if you get a couple of pieces and you can go to work on Monday and not have a headache, not have a concussion possibly, or you can spend the 120, 150 bucks. And have really cool gloves. And you'll look cool. I look marvelous, but I'm not working anymore. I mean, look, I know you may have to be slightly politically correct because you know, you own a business and you, but I don't, I just think it is absolutely ridiculous you know, these, these drivers, the reason that you have to tracks need to make this stuff mandatory is if you leave the drivers to their own devices, I've been in this sport. This is my 31st year inside the sport. It's close to 50 for me as a fan. I mean, you still got guys out there walking around with driving suits that they wore in the 1980s with oil stains all over them. You know, drivers need to be told what to do because they will not save themselves. And it's really unfortunate, but that's a fix right there that for less than a hundred bucks, you know, I mean, one time fix. It's not like something you got to do every year. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a situation where then save your pennies for your cool looking gloves. You know, I just have no patience for that because I, it bothers me to see drivers injured, get injured when they don't have to. Exactly. And then things like, uh, you know, wearing proper, uh, you know, we mentioned the suit, but I, a couple of weeks ago we talked about underwear and wearing proper underwear. And yes. I think uh, you can't mention it enough is basically if you wear cotton or polyester underneath your driver's Let me see if I can do this. Give me a quiz. Co- what, what does cotton do? What, steam burns. Steam burns, right. Yes. So what I find, again, at a local circle track is the time that it takes to get a fire out or to get the guy out of the car at a local circle track for local is longer than it might take for some of these professional drivers. Yeah. So your need as a, as an amateur at a, at a smaller track is to make sure you're protecting yourself with a proper fire suit and proper underwear. So no cotton under, you know, underneath the suit, if it uh, cotton will absorb the moisture, it keeps it close to the skin. Nomex, Carbonex or the Wolero, which is a Portal uh, Outlast co- combination, those things allow the moisture to to get away from your body and be expended out through the suit. So if you get into a situation where you're stuck in the car, in eight to ten seconds, you can create enough heat that the suit's not going to get burned through, but you can create a steam burn uh, with any cotton underwear that you may be wearing, or if there's no underwear that you're wearing. It still is, is keeping that moisture on your body and not allowing it to, to get away from your body. Well, the other uh, thing that uh, we talked about with Billy a, a couple of weeks ago was um, the new sort of Under Armour kind of compression right. sort of um, that actually melts to you. Yeah, anything that's uh, polyester, nylon, anything that's that, uh, you know, cotton won't melt to you, but polyester, nylon, or any uh, man-made fiber is going to, with that same kind of heat, is going to melt. And then instead of getting a steam burn, they're going to be peeling uh, the plastic or the, the the material off your skin, which is not any more pleasant than a steam burn. No, uh, <laughs> probably less so, actually. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's really, 
again, these are things that are easily managed. Easily managed. You know, we're not talking about major investments here. Fireproof underwear is not a major investment. You know, and if, if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for your wife and your kids or your mom or your dad or your brother or whoever that, that wants to see you be safe while you're racing. I mean, that's I, I don't get it. Yeah. The other thing that, that some of the local tracks can do is, is take a look at your uh, your fire equipment, like even the handheld extinguishers. Fire bottle. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of uh, you are probably using a triple F, which is uh, it's a, been around forever. But it makes a mess of everything. It's not the best extinguishant that's available out there right now. Uh, Novak is probably the best extinguishant. Uh, it can it can get the fire out immediately, and it doesn't make any damage. It doesn't it doesn't get on the track, so you're going to be a lot less uh, time in cleanup. Uh, you're not going to have to put out the speedy dry and and do all that stuff, and it's going to reduce the damage to to the vehicle. Uh, so there, there's some things that you can do. So, I mean, not only are you helping yourself by getting the event going quicker, it's going to put the fire out faster and, right. uh, you're going to do a lot less damage to the, the cars that you're, you're spraying. And is this more, are you talking more to the track crews here? Are you talking? Yeah, the, so this, okay. is, this would be what the, the fire extinguisher that you'd have. I mean, uh, you know, the, uh, it's, it's probably unrealistic to expect that we're going to have full fire systems in a lot of the cars yeah. that are out there, unfortunately, but if we can get better, equipment that the track provides to the the people in the corners or the the emergency response yeah. team the better the equipment that we have there especially in the track where where the other equipment may not be what we'd really like to see you again you're going to reduce the likelihood of of injury you're going to get your event going back uh, quicker so there there's all these things may cost a little bit of money but the payback in what you're going to get back in, in not only safety, reduction of damage to the your racers' cars, and also uh, j just uh, getting the fire out quicker and being a better tool for your, your response uh, team to use. More with Joe Marco on safety and much more to come here on the Stock Car Show. Stick around. We will be right back. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. 
HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Cole Custer, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. Welcome back to the show. Stock car show here from HMS Motorsport in Mooresville. Appreciate the uh, conversation in the last segment about safety, Joe. I don't think you can ever talk too much about driver and track safety. Yeah, I mean, uh, if uh, I mean, if you're a track owner out there and you have some questions about what you might be able to do and some very basic safety things you could put in, you know, please reach out to me. Uh, you can find HMS Motorsport online, uh, hmsmotorsport.com. Our contact information is there. Uh, if you have some rules and regulations you'd like somebody to take a look at, I mean, I've done that for a lot of different organizations and tracks. I'd be happy to look at it, make some suggestions and even putting in some basic safety, additional safety requirements. If you run that by your insurance company, you might find that it might pleasantly affect a little bit of your insurance rate. Yes. The more that you're proactive to try to do things, uh, the better. Uh, speaking on safety equipment and do a little shameless plug, uh, we are going to be uh, trackside at uh, the Chili Bowl. Uh, Austin Langenstein is going to be there all next week uh, selling uh, all, with all of our safety equipment. And we're also going to be on the uh, 18th to the 20th, we're going to be at the uh, the Motorsports uh, Race Car and Trade Show in King of Prussia yeah. uh, near Philadelphia. So uh, Jeff and I uh, uh, will be up at that, that event. Uh, we'll have full... Um, Belts, seats, uh, helmets. We'll have the new uh, Fiberworks seat at both of those events uh, for nice. uh, for sprint cars. So some nice stuff there. Uh, but I think uh, you know any safety stuff. You can always feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to help. I think what I'd like to do though is get back and talk to you know we I mentioned Stafford Springs, uh, which is a, a close uh, track near and dear to my heart. It's also near and dear to the heart of a uh, sprint car driver. Ryan uh, Priest, Monster Energy, yes, and uh, Ryan has uh, been a good friend of ours for a long time. And uh, so, Tom, what do you? How do you think? How do you think Ryan's going to do? I think he's got a great fan base, and I think it's great to see. You know, he's not from the Midwest, but we need some people from the Northeast. So I am well, all for that. Not going to disagree with that, being the Oswego, New York boy that I am. Um, look, I, I think I think Ryan's put himself in an interesting position, is what I think. I think. When you look at where he, he where he's come from and look at what he's done in the Xfinity series, I think he's put himself in a very interesting position now. 
there were some people that kind of questioned, well, okay, why are you taking this ride? You're not going to win races. And the, the obvious response to that is you take the ride because a, it's very competitive, but B, it also is a way for you to get into the cup series full-time with a highly respected team and show that you are capable of getting a hundred percent out of the car. I mean, you're looking to build your brand in the cup series, hoping just like you did in Xfinity that, you know, you parlay that perhaps into a better shot going forward. If, if, the if the team doesn't elevate to winning status and yeah, now one one thing i know about ryan i mean uh, i talked with some of the folks over at uh, gibbs uh, xfinity team ryan is a guy he's at the shop all the time yep. he is hands-on more than probably any other driver that i know of i mean he knows what he's talking about i mean Corey lejoy is like that too Corey is really hands-on on the car he can set it up another driver we got a full-time yeah, opportunity right. in Christmas. But I think, yeah. I think these guys that, that really are into the car are in the, spend a lot of time in the shop are really understanding what the setup is there. You know, they can feel, feel what's going on in their button and, and relay effective information. I think we're going to see Ryan, uh, you know, Corey's got a, a new ride this year. I think with these guys, I think we're going to see some surprising results uh, and uh, of doing a much better job, you know, they may. I, I think Corey made a comment of a couple of weeks ago about, you know, a 20 place car is going to run in 20th place. Well, I think, you know, if, if Corey and and Ryan and some of these guys like that uh, and Busher, you know, put their their mind to and to do the work, I think we're going to see them breaking out a little bit more into out of that 20 and and showing that we, even with equipment that's not perfect, that boy, we can really do something. Here's my thing, Jacob. I think this uh -huh. is interesting timing. Because with the package that we've got this year, uh -huh. you know, we've talked about this even with Matt Tift going to front row. Uh -huh. With the package we've got this year, this might be a sneaky year for some guys like Ryan to be able to run up front more so than they would have in previous years. Priest, Hemrick, Tift, three yes. names that immediately come to mind as drivers who are making a step up and could easily contend. And make some make something happen, make some noise with the package that we're presented with. Well, and not just those guys, but I mean, you got guys. Look at what Bubba Wallace did in the All Star Show. One. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Austin Dillon. You start thinking Ty Dillon. You start thinking about some of these drivers that you know haven't been consistent top ten racers. With this new package, everybody's going to spend some time figuring it out. Now I know that the ones with the simulators and all that can try to replicate it, but you know, I just think there's an opportunity here to, mm -hmm. to, to see a mix. And I think it's really intriguing. I'm not crazy about the package itself, but I'm intrigued by what it can do to, to mix up the field a little bit early on in the season. Amen to that. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch uh, who figures it out the fastest. Yeah. Because I think they're going to make a big impact real quick. Well, I do too. Uh, well, and, and I think it's going to vary from track to track. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing. You're not is, wrong. Because I think this package, I don't think you can say, well, this package is going to do the exact same thing at no, every you track. Can't say We've anything. already seen it. For example, at Pocono, when they ran something similar to this, it didn't work out so well. It kind of, you know, it, so it's, it, I think you're going to see different things at each track. So, you know, the first part of this season, you could see some guys like Ryan Priest come to the front. And I think that program is going to be improved anyway with their new Absolutely. alliance with Hendrick Motorsports. Oh, that's going to be fun um, to watch. You know, I think that's uh, that's uh, I I I know that 
their situation in terms of horsepower is going to be better. Yes. Um, which obviously favors drivers like Busher and Priest, who are generally heavy on the gas kind of drivers. See, I wouldn't have put Chris Busher necessarily in a heavy on the gas. Oh, see, I think he is. I think he is. And I think you'll see that. Um, You know, I think, you know, and and Ryan obviously coming out of the modifieds. Oh, of course, Ryan is. So it's going to be interesting. I love, I'm I'm totally excited Uh, for Atlanta this year. I think I may have. I would uh, not be surprised if you see Ryan Priest pull a move like Joey Logano did in Martinsville at Loudoun or in Bristol. Just saying. I.e. try to win the race and go yes. for it sort of thing. Oh, sure. Why not? Why not? I mean, so we I, can, because Loudon, with it being the closest track to Connecticut and him being a Stafford boy, well, technically Berlin, Connecticut, um, I think he'll he'll do what he has to. He'll run no. over his grandmother to win in Loudon. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Watch out, Grandma. Uh, uh-huh. I think, but I agree. If Ryan is in position, I mean, that's the kind of driver Ryan is. Amen. And I have no problem with that. Again, you know, everybody got on Joey for that. It's like Joey is guilty of nothing except moving another car up a groove to get by and win a race. And honestly, as I've said, had Truex not spun the tires off four, Joey still might not have won that race. So but with know. Ryan, given he's a racer, if he wrecks that car, he'll be in there in the shop helping him fix it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. no doubt about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's he's like Busher. He works on his own stuff. He works on the race cars. He's there day in and day out with the guys because he wants to be able to give them the best positive feedback that he can. And well, you want to talk about a driver who can improve a program. I don't know that there's anybody better in the young contingent right now than Ryan Priest because, like what Ali's talking about, he offers something to a team that not many other people He does. He's there's one of only, the what, like three drivers. drivers that do that? And it's yeah. him. And two of them are at JTG Doherty. Yeah. Um, Busher the thir- the and third one is Daniel Hemrick. I thought it was Eric Jones. Well, Eric is in the shop a lot, too. Yeah, I don't think Eric actually works on his own cars, though. I don't know how much he works on them. Daniel and the two JTG drivers do. And and that's a very unique skill set. It's something that not many drivers can offer, the ability to actually get underneath and work on their own stuff. Well, and and Busher spends a lot of time in the sim, too, which obviously helps a lot. I feel like Chevy should have, like, a driver tough deal to where, like, they work on their stuff like Chevy's Chevy, like a rock, like the drivers, they're like a rock. Yeah. Well, and, and let me tell you, the other piece Ryan brings to this team is enthusiasm. Amen he brings a spirit to this team, not to say that AJ Allmendinger didn't have it because he surely did. But I think, you know, Ryan is a hustler and, you know, I think the team, the whole team is going to elevate because Ryan Priest is a part of it. So, you know, I think he's got a chance to do something very special in uh, in that car this year. And certainly, look, would any of us would any of us shed a tear if 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 Ryan or Chris Busher wins a race? Tech, yes. <laughs> JTG. Yes, absolutely. Yes. JTG is a team that I think we all want to see succeed. Okay, so you asked that question. Let me let let let's remind what the reactions were when AJ Allmendinger won that thriller at Watkins Glen a few years back. We kind of all that that was sort of one of those you knew that was his best shot. And 
you know, JTG Doherty is a team that we've all loved to watch all the way through. They're, they're a bunch of hardworking people, you know, like the Wood Brothers who were independents for so long. I mean, you just, that's just a team. Front Row Motorsports is the same for me. You want to see those teams succeed once in a while because it's good for the entire sport Amen. when they do. And so I think that's, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, much more that we could talk about with relation to the Cup Series as we kind of preview the season a little bit. But I want to, when we come back on the other side of this break, I want to talk about two races that we haven't yet, or, or two events. First of all, the indoor TQ race that took place uh-huh. over the weekend. And I want to talk about the roar um, that took place at Daytona. Hey, I have a little bit more news that falls into our wheelhouse. We'll, we'll hit that right around the turn. Good. We'll be back with more of the Stock Car Show presented by Joe Marco and the fine folks at HMS Motorsport and My Computer Career right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. 
I'm Kaz Grala, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Tom's looking at his computer, so I'll, yes. say, I'll, I'll say the hi, welcome back uh, Go ahead. to the Stock Car Show, presented by HMS Motorsport and my computer career. We're sitting at HMS Motorsport, as evidenced by that logo right back there that you can see, and by that guy sitting in the corner, Joe Marco. He the boss. He the boss. We're having fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jacob Seelman, who was doing Tom Baker's job for him since Tom was in his computer screen for a second. That's, That's all right. Ali Boulay across the table. That's PRN at the track's Lenny Baticki who uh, you've had some fun guests on since the turn of the new year. Lenny, talk a little bit about what At The Track's been up to since we haven't let you do that yet. Oh, fun guests. uh, Brian Holbert last week talking about the Tulsa Shootout. What a great event. Over 1,000 racers competing, some great uh, finishes there. But this week, I think as we get ready for the Chili Bowl, our uh, Mid-America show will have Tim Clausen, Mm-hmm. Clinton Boyles, Gas City Speedway champion and broadcaster on Racing Boys last week, getting ready to uh, race there with uh, a new team for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Scott Trailer talking about how they've upgraded the RacingBoys.com broadcast, bringing in 25% more cameras, going from 9 to 12, plus doubling up on pit reporters to give more coverage. You're a brave soul to give Scott Trailer a microphone. <laughs> and, 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 and to worse, do it in a tight time and, and frame. worse, to expect it back. Yeah, that's... Um... Almost like giving me a microphone in the tight time frame. I think that's why you've only had me on your show once. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just got to got to keep Tom in that uh, O'Reilly uh, go kart event time frame right there. Say, Tom, tell me about one class. And an hour later, <laughs> yeah. we're done yeah. with that. We've had a couple of those yeah. classes over the years. It takes us an hour to finish a feature. Now, fifty minute time limit on each race is there for a reason. Trust me. Okay, so we've been talking about NASCAR and all kinds of things tonight. I want to dial it back, and I want to talk a little bit about some short track stuff, particularly the indoor TQ midget race. Yo, you gotta love when Ryan Flores goes to victory lane, and. Ryan Flores, of course, uh, part of the Ryan Blaney NASCAR Cup yes. team. And yes, but over this past weekend, he traded in the uniform for a driver's suit and put on his helmet, went out, and on Friday night, uh, got the win in the TQ did. event and did Wait, a great job Friday doing night or it. Saturday it was Friday. Night. I think he won Friday. One of the two. Yeah, he won Friday. Um, no, no, it was Saturday. Matt Janish Saturday. won Friday. Was it? Oh, okay. It was Janish right. that won Friday, and Flores won the uh, won the you. Saturday finale. But uh, I love it, and you know what? I'm bummed that the last race of the indoor series is in March, so that Ryan can't run for another championship. He's a former indoor auto racing series champ. I'm bummed for Ryan. I'm not bummed for me because I know where I'm going to be when that race comes up. I'm going to be in Syracuse, New York at the race. That's where I'm going to be. Um, that's it. it this will be the first time TQ midgets have come back to that part of the Northeast since they were in Niagara Falls for a number of years. You're going to get Regan Smith, a hometown ride there. That would be a lot of fun. If Regan, I don't know if he would do it, but that would be a lot of fun to see. He's race go-karts, quarter midgets. Yeah. You know? he, uh, that certainly is his wheelhouse. He started at the Syracuse Mike Rod and quarter midget club mm-hmm. yeah. back when he was five years old. I was there at the time and, and watched him his entire career develop. And, and, and Ryan oh. Flores, you got to give him a shout out for being a field filler fairgrounds racer, right? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. gosh. Because <laughs> if you can win there, as he did, and go through all those tough Here's battles, you talk about safety joys. equipment. Here's my tribute to the late, great, mean Gene Orkelin. You just <laughs> opened a proverbial can of worms. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And at that track, you had to open a can of whip ass, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, things got a little crazy at the old field filler. Uh, Fairgrounds, that's... Uh, we, we get Corey LaJoy on a show in the future. Uh-huh. We'll have to talk about the uh, field filler. But, um, yeah, good field of TQs. Absolutely. And always that kind of racing is just awesome to watch. Honestly. It really is. And it's yeah, a lot of fun for the whole family. I, I, I can equate it somewhat to the, uh, the the full national midgets that I saw recently at the Rumble in Fort Wayne. Yep. I know the TQs are even crazier than that just because oh, yeah. they're, they're a little bit smaller and, and a little bit uh, – I think the word that Eric Rudolph once used in an interview with me was dartier. Dartier. That's probably dartier. accurate. Yeah. TQ for three-quarter midget, for those of you not initiated, yes. three-quarter scale midget. Um, and then, of course, also over the weekend, on a completely different discipline of the sport, Daytona heard a lot of noise. Eh, just a little bit. A little bit. Uh, a little preparation for the Rolex 24. They call it the roar before the 24. I'm not going to try and roar. It would sound like a dying whale. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's not, uh, let's not go there. Um, some interesting, yeah, there we go. Ellie's got Ellie bringing the roar there. Uh-huh. Um, an interesting, I think an interesting weekend for those guys. Um, biggest surprise maybe for you huh. out of the roar. Out of the roar? Yeah. How good the Mazdas were. The Mazda Is that proto- a surprise? Absolutely, I think so. Compared to what the strength we've seen from the Cadillacs and the Nissans, I think finally seeing the Mazdas appear to have some re- not just real speed, but real reliability. I don't think I heard anybody talk about one Mazda part failing all week long or all weekend long at the Roar this year. And and that you and I both know, Tom, that's something they've struggled yeah. mightily with the last couple of years. If they, if those cars can stay together for 24 hours, they could win this. See, thing. I don't know that I'm surprised with the speed, but maybe the reliability part. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certainly. Um, I think certainly we, we figure that, you know, with new track records being set at the roar, we mm-hmm. can figure that the Rolex is going to be crazy. Absolutely. Just, I mean, like, seriously crazy. You know, um, that's what you get with the 24 of hour. Rar, oh, didn't geez. the uh, the girl cat team do pretty good? Girl cat team? Yeah, there's a an all girl team. Is that what it's called, though? The girl cat team? I don't know. Team? I'm, I'm just, that's what I'm calling I, it. Is the girl, I, had, I, I thought of the roar and then the girl cat team. Alan and, would I, have your head right yeah, now. I, I don't know, know if I want to say girl cat. I don't know. There's a. Mike Venturini's got a team, I guess, a senior. Remember when he had the all-girl pit crew? Yeah, Yeah, once upon a time. Um, Big Bill. Now, the all-girl team, I I believe that's in GT Daytona Alley, and I believe they were P1 in their qualifying group, uh, as a matter of fact, led by uh, Ana Beatrice, former IndyCar driver Ana Beatrice, uh, in in that qualifying session. And that was for pit and garage stall selection. MSR for Acura. Rolex 24. Is, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's a, it's one of the shanks. MSR teams. Acura. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did Brett, you see Brett uh, the, coming up big in the chat with that? Did you see Thank the you, driver Brett. changes for uh, Zanardi? That was yeah, very, uh, that was one of the most impressive things I've seen is uh, the BMW team doing the driver was, changes with oh Alex Zanardi. Well, was, Alex, uh, let, let's just all be clear here. Alex Zanardi is a certified badass. Just period. Yeah, bar none. Yeah. So, yeah, well, Alex is one of the best to 
ever sit in a race car, a any man. discipline of the sport. And that's just an inspirational story I mean, right you there. You just see, you know, he, he hops out of the car. The yep. other driver gets in. He's back up there back, buckling the belts up and doing all that. You know, they have a nice setup uh, with a steering wheel. He has his own steering wheel. He just pops that off. And uh, and it, it's 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 phenomenal. It's it's and I, and I think they got a good shot. Well, I, I agree with you. And to me, that's the kind of thing. Those are the things that make the 24 hour special. Amen. You always have a story like that. There's there's so many stories within the race. It, it doesn't matter if you're a real authority on on the WeatherTech series or, you know, a lot of the teams or whatever. You can tune that race in. And all you have to do is just wait a little while. The announcers will tell you what you should be paying attention to. I mean, you know, whether it's an innovative car uh, like we have with a Delta wing for a while, or whether it's a driver like Alex Zanardi or a Fernando Alonso or a NASCAR driver like Jeff Gordon, you know, there's always a myriad of things to pay attention to throughout that race. That's and then why this year it. we got AJ who's going to give us the driver's perspective. Yeah, that's the, right. Amen yeah. to that. I think, that. I think that'll be good. I mean, I think some of the announcing in the past has been sketchy. I think NBC's, and they're going to broadcast a lot of it live, which is really awesome. And oh, good. by the way, Tom's favorite foreign announcer is going to be the lead play-by-play yes. guy for NBC yep. Sports IMSA coverage. Yep. Howdy, Lee Diffie. Yeah. I mean, you talk about an upgrade, and then you had Dinger to yeah. the equation, you know, maybe not quite junior, but he's certainly going to have spirit. And I, I just think, I just think NBC sports is clearly establishing themselves as the go-to network for motorsports coverage, Duh. Um, you know, this year. And I can't wait to see what the Indy well, car had a lot more money after they uh, bagged out of the uh, formula one deal. So they, they put more money into the rest of the program, which I think is great. Cause I think it's, it's going to hit more fans here. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And I, I think the IndyCar coverage in particular of the 500 that's, is going to be All that's a tribute to short track racer dad, Jeff Benke, who is NBC Sports' lead guy. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> He's true. He's the guy moving it. Yeah. And he used to hang out at Gresham, used to hang out at Atlanta Motor Speedway with his kid running around in a Legends car. He gets it honestly from being there and knowing it from the ground up. Well, and see, that's what we need. We need some people in positions of power to affect those situations like that because there are divisions like the Modifieds that have been undercovered for decades, not just years, but decades. We need to get some live Modified racing on. You know, you look at a division like the Super Modifieds, all of that, there should be some serious live coverage because there's a market there for that. It may not break ratings records, um, but there's a market there for that. And I think ultimately, um, you know, you're going to see NBC sports doing more and more of that as, as we go. So, uh, yeah, it should be a fun Rolex 24. Of course that, you know, that, uh, coming up at the end of the month before we get into February and speed weeks, so much going on. Uh, we got the architect that's coming up, um, soon at Daytona as well. So we'll see who some of the drivers are that come out of that with, some good opportunities as well. So plenty of racing to be talking about over the next few weeks. We really get no time off in this sport other than Christmas no, and New Year's. And really don't, you know, um, even between the two, you have the rumble at Fort Wayne that you were at. You're not wrong. So, which I mean that, that ended the year. We started the year already with indoor TQs and the roar. And, uh, we've already started the wild West shootout yep. on the dirt side, yep. which is, is a lot of fun. So it, it's all. And I was at the hangover at 411 outdoors while you were indoors at uh, Fort Wayne. Uh huh. That yep. race was crazy. Oh, yeah. Always good up there. 
It's uh, time for us to throw a checkered flag in this thing, Jacob. Ooh. Fast two hours here from Ooh. HMS Motorsport. Thank you, Joe. I, I was going to say, support. let me pass the microphone to Joe, because we want to thank Joe for, again, offering up the space, and thank you for everything you do to help support this show. We always have a blast coming out here. It's a pleasure, and it's fun to get on the air once in a while. I like to, <laughs> I like to put myself out there sometimes. You enjoy it. Yes, and you're good at it. All right. So uh, for Joe Marco, our partners at HMS Motorsport, as well as all the folks at My Computer Career that uh, – uh, support this show, Bob Steele, Sue Mason, all the folks at the Performance Motorsports Network, and uh, everybody else that goes into making this show possible. For Tom Baker, Ali Boulay, our special guests, Lenny Baticki and Joe Marco, I'm Jacob Steelman. Keep it off the wall, folks, and if you're headed to a race track, we might just see you wherever you might be. Have a safe racing weekend. Good, Good night. You've been listening to The Stock Car Show on the Performance Motorsports Network. Stay tuned to Performance Motorsports Network for more race talk. For the latest motorsports news, visit racechaseronline.com. The Stock Car Show is a copyrighted production of the Performance Motorsports Network. www.performancemotorsportsnetwork.com. A member of the Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated and may not be rebroadcast, replicated, or saved in any media without the explicit written permission of PMN. Check out our Facebook page or our section on the PMN website. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, co-host, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of the management and ownership of either the Performance Motorsports Network or Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated, the advertisers, or the marketing partners. Be listening again next week when the Stock Car Show returns on Thursday night at 7 Eastern. Until then, stay tuned for more great motorsports programming on the Performance Motorsports Network.